Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, it's Coach John Cantera. Thanks for downloading and listening to the John Cantera Show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and favorite us on the Odyssey app. You can always listen live weekdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. The NFL stars of tomorrow find their new homes tonight. This is the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Another birthday rolling around. Welcome to the National Football League 2023 draft coverage. Chris Ello, Braden Surprenant together in our Odyssey Palace studios. And we are joined by the man, the myth, the legend. I'm so excited to be working with him again. The coach, John Cantera, is ready to go. Coach, I've been talking all day about how you got your charts and your graphs and your (laughs) yellow tablets and you're ready to go. You love this draft. This is a big day for a lot of young people out there who have worked their entire lives to get to this point. No question about it, Chris. Uh, I've been uh, doing this, uh, you know, I guess uh, probably since the early 90s when we started uh, covering the draft. So, you know, uh, we're we're approaching probably about 27 years of having a, a draft last year. I know we had a Padre game, so we, we weren't able to do the show. But, no, I'm fired up. I, I got all my notes and my uh, graphs and all that good stuff, and I'm very excited. I think uh, – you know, I'm not a. Uh, I'm very hard on quarterbacks, but the the two quarterbacks that should be the the top two uh, quarterbacks to go. I, I like both of these guys. I like Bryce Young a lot, and uh, I've gotten to really uh, uh, enjoy C.J. Stroud. I had some doubts about him, but uh, that uh, playoff game this year against the University of Georgia it it sold me on him. Yeah, he had a pretty good game. I mean, they all did. What was the final score of that game? 70-68? to 68? I mean, I thought it was a, a college basketball game. But, uh, you know, Will Levis is in the mix. Uh, in fact, he was. He had some people thinking that he might be the number 1 overall selection as well. The Carolina Panthers will make it official here in the next 10 to 15 minutes. But I think before we get into the draft, uh, Braden Soprano, we also have to touch on the big news of the day, and that is Lamar Jackson finally agreeing to a contract with the Baltimore Ravens. I'm not exactly sure what the Ravens feel like they accomplished on this after making him wait an extra, what, six months to finally figure out that they were going to give him everything he wanted in the first place. Well, he got the contract, and now I I, I kind of figured that he was going to get the contract before the draft started. They can kind of focus in on, on now building around uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, Lamar Jackson saved about seven million dollars not having an agent, but you know definitely a lengthy process, mm-hmm. a process that um, you know probably Lamar didn't want to go through, or you know even the Ravens at this at this point. So uh, I'm sure all Ravens fans are happy; they don't have to worry about potentially drafting a quarterback in this year's draft. They can focus on building up all the other spots, as the Ravens now know. You know who's their quarterback is going to be for the next five years. Speaking of the Ravens, I'm really rooting for one thing in this draft and one thing only, and that is for uh, the running back Bijan Robinson out of Texas to fall all the way down to the Ravens at the number 23 pick, because uh-huh. then and only then will Mel Kiper officially retire from the draft <laughs> business. He said, if that happens, if Robinson fell to the Ravens. He would retire. Uh, I'm sure he was saying that in jest, Coach. But, uh, look, you've got the uh, Panthers with the number one pick. They obviously need a quarterback. The Houston Texans with the number two pick. Most people have them taking Will Anderson, the outside linebacker, rush edge guy from Alabama. 
And then the Tennessee Titans, a lot of people think, are going to move into the number three spot in a trade with the Arizona Cardinals. I guess we'll find out if that really happens. Cardinals don't need a quarterback. Titans would like one. They might jump up. And then the Colts have the number four spot. They seem to be really happy if they can get Will Levis. So I guess we'll kind of, this is how it all, you know, we, you, you sit back and wait to see how it all falls, huh, coach? Yeah, you know, I think it's going to be uh, very interesting. Uh, one of the quarterbacks that I'm kind of wondering uh, that could be uh, actually traded tonight is Trey Lance, the former number one pick of the San Francisco 49ers. There's been a lot of talk that uh, the the 49ers are maybe uh, looking to move on for him for whatever reason. I know last year he was hurt and he's rehabbing right now, but uh, they brought in Sam Darnold, the former USC quarterback, and right now he'd probably be the starter because Brock Purdy's going through uh, rehab after that that surgery after the injury suffered in the playoff game. So kind of anxious to see what the 49ers are going to do because uh, right now they do not have a first or second round draft pick. Now they got three in the third round and they've got 11 overall. I'm kind of anxious to see what they're going to do with Trey Lance. Has John Lynch not called you to get, get any suggestions? I mean, I'd be very surprised. Uh-huh. Well, no, we, we haven't uh, talked recently about this, but I, I did talk to him about Trey Lance uh, even before last year's training camp, and I, I, I do think there's some reservations about uh, you know his accuracy throwing the football. And, and I had told Johnny when we had this conversation, I go, you got to realize, Johnny, and I go, I know you did because you did your due diligence and did all your work on him. You know, this guy hadn't played a lot of football, and, and you know, they, they moved up in the draft to be able to take him that year, and, you know, it just uh, hasn't worked out. He's a great athlete, but, uh, again, he's kind of one of those guys that needs to, you know, probably play two or three years and really learn how to play at the NFL level, and now he's coming back from an injury. And, you know, the 49ers, I mean, they're they're a quarterback away from being a legitimate Super Bowl team. I mean, they got a great defense. they got a great offense. They just need a guy that can run the show there behind center. Well, Brock Purdy was pretty good last year, but uh, whether or not he'll be healthy, we'll have to find out. And, you know, we were, uh, Scraby and I were talking about this on our show today. It was just such a shame that the 49ers get all the way to the NFC Championship game and then have to end up putting Christian McCaffrey back at quarterback. Sure. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was, if it wasn't so sad, it would have been funny. But uh, you hate to see a championship game get settled in the way that that one did. Uh, Braden, uh, I, I kind of went through what, a lot of people seem to think is going to happen early in this draft. What are your what are your thoughts on the first three or four picks as the Panthers are on the clock here to make it official and get us going shortly? Yeah, I, I kind of uh, agree with you. I, I do find the the Cardinals trading out of their pick uh, very intriguing because, to be honest with you, you know the Cardinals they they could trade out of that pick down to the Titans and and still get somebody that they would like. Um, you know, maybe get a, a Tyree Wilson defensive end for Texas Tech. Um, you know, or, or or maybe be able to uh, you know get someone defensively because they're in that prime spot of of being able to draft a quarterback, and they don't need a quarterback. Um, you know, with Kyler Murray and his big contract, uh, I do find it interesting for the Titans to potentially trade up to get C.J. Stroud. Um, you know, I think that'd be a great move for for Tennessee. But you know, there's there's other plans too that I think Tennessee could could go with as well to kind of improve a couple of spots if you keep at 11 and you know maybe roll the dice that B. John Robinson falls to you I think that'd be a nice pick maybe you could trade Derrick Henry and, and assuming that you could make B. John Robinson the new Derrick Henry because I knew they were thinking about that as well but um, and then maybe you get maybe you get Tennessee volunteer Hendon Hooker later on in the draft uh, to fill out your quarterback spot. So a lot of things you could do with Tennessee. Um, you know, I think Will Levis probably goes to Indianapolis. I think Bryce Young will probably go with the Panthers. I think the Texans definitely need to get Will Anderson early uh, with that two-pick because then they come back again and pick 12. And I think they could get a quarterback still at number 12. I was just going to ask why the Texans wouldn't be interested in one of the Tier 1 quarterbacks because Davis Mills isn't exactly... no impressing anybody as a major future for that franchise. So Houston's got the number two pick. Why would they be passing on the likes of C.J. Stroud and others? They got so many holes, So many holes. I mean, so many holes. What are you going to do, set up C.J. Stroud for failure and just getting killed for the first two years? Okay. You know, to me, that doesn't make any sense. When when I think you you could probably get both, to be honest. I think you could get Will Anderson. um, Because you know the Cardinals aren't going to draft a quarterback. I mean, you're playing the, the game of... You know whether or not the Titans trade up for a quarterback, but at the same time, I mean, if you get C.J. Stroud or you get uh, Anthony Richardson, I mean, any of those guys right now with the way the Texans are, probably not necessarily built for success. 
Carolina Panthers are going to have the first pick of the draft. It's been quite the uh, quite the uh, Academy Award style show they have going on in Kansas City. I don't know how much of the pre draft coverage you guys have seen. We had it on here in the studio, but uh, they have done uh, quite the uh, the red carpet treatment for these guys. And uh, it does look like Roger Goodell is going to be announcing the first pick here shortly for the Carolina Panthers. And uh, we do I, have a live feed. Um, whenever, so I can give you the heads up of when. Well, we could go to that, Chris. We also have some player profiles, and we'll have some interviews throughout the uh, the the show as well. Yes, I should have mentioned that as a as a good host. I yeah, should have I mentioned know, that we would have asleep the, over there. Uh, <laughs> long day, falling, long falling day. asleep. I mean, I think I'm so normally asleep. Uh, they've got comedians up there on stage right now, and uh, pretty soon they will make the announcement of the uh, first overall pick. You're pro- for the you probably got some time though, because they haven't even put a clock up yet. On the coverage on television, there's no clock. They're just it's just Carolina round one pick. Oh, one. now it's uh, now it's celebrating the Kansas City Chiefs Super yeah, Bowl. It, it, you got about another 25, 30 minutes maybe. For Thirty the minutes pick. before they're going to make the first. I pick? mean, come on, look at all the the pomp and circumstance you got to do here. I I was told it might not start till five thirty. So what? What? All right. Well, whatever the the. the uh, the, the NFL, co- uh, Chris and Coach, it's going to be a uh, a giant celebration and a giant show. Yes, show is the thing, Coach. Can you be- can you believe where the draft has come from, Coach? From the days of like, uh, if you guys have seen that uh, thirty for thirty on the nineteen eighty three quarterback draft with Elway and Marino, and they're yeah, like in the they're like in a in a in a hotel room somewhere. Pete Rozelle is reading off of a index card. Things have changed a little bit, Coach. Well, they uh, certainly have. And, you know, I wanted to mention something about the Houston Texans. Let's remember, uh, you know, I thought two years ago uh, Davis Mills was, you know, making progress, young quarterback, bad football team. Last year, to me, it seemed like he leveled off. But, you know, they've gone out and, and gotten some help. They they signed Dalton Schultz, that tight end, who I like from the Dallas Cowboys. They're also going to get back now that he's completely healthy from a torn ACL and a beaten lymphoma. John Mechie, the wide receiver out of Alabama, who was the second-round pick last year, number 44 overall, they're getting him back. So, you know, they've uh, that's almost like having a draft pick this year because he wasn't able to play at all last year. Good point, Coach. And uh, Braden Suprenant, I should just uh, bow down to you now because they just put the clock up That's right. for the Carolina Panthers, and it's ticking down from the 10-minute mark. So yep. we do have quite a ways to go. But as you said, we will have the uh, announcement of the picks. We have features on all of the top players when they're drafted, and we might even get some interviews with some of the players uh, dur- uh, throughout our coverage tonight. So why don't we take our first break? The Carolina Panthers are officially been placed on the clock. In the next 10 minutes, they will make the first pick of the National Football League draft. Chris Ello... Braden Suprenant, the coach John Cantera, and uh, we'll be bringing you coverage all night long. So you NFL draft fans, stick around for more on uh, San Diego's number one sports talk station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
The NFL stars of tomorrow find their new homes tonight. This is the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Crisello, Braden Soprenant, the coach, John Cantera, together here on uh, 97.3 The Fan. It is our 2023 NFL Draft coverage. We are still awaiting the uh, first uh, official selection from the Carolina Panthers in the 2023 draft. I ought to give you guys the opportunity to pick who you think is going to be the number one choice. This is our our best shot at getting mm-hmm. a one for one start to the proceedings. Coach, do you want to do you want to take a take a guess as to who the Panthers are going to take here? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Bryce Young, the, the young kid out of Southern California. In fact, both these quarterbacks, first two quarterbacks to go tonight are going to be from Southern California. you got uh, Bryce Young, who played his high school ball at Modern Day Catholic up there in uh, Santa Ana, and you got uh, C.J. Stroud, who Ohio State recruited out of Rancho Cucamonga High School. Yeah, did you ever come across either of these uh, young men in your... Uh, not uh, C.J. Stroud, but I did see a Bryce Young play in high school, and... Uh, you know, he spent actually some time around North County here. I don't know if his family vacationed down here or, or what, but I've known some guys that have gotten to know him a little bit. Really nice young guy, uh, very talented guy. You know, I, I think he he's the best quarterback. He's the most skilled quarterback right now. My, my only concern about him, he's just not real big. And not that he won't be able to throw over uh, NFL player. I'm more concerned about his durability and staying healthy. Uh, where C.J. Stroud's a lot bigger and stronger, and you know, I don't know if he's uh, any faster. He may be uh, a little bit uh, quicker, but uh, I don't know. Both these guys can move around a little bit. I think Bryce Young. I'd give him the uh, probably the edge in that area, but I, I am a little concerned about his durability going forward. But I do think he's uh, uh, the best quarterback in this draft. Braden, are you going with uh, Bryce Young as your first pick prediction? Yeah, that's exactly who I'm going with. I, I think he's probably <laughs> okay. going to be picked. I think he's the best quarterback in the draft, Chris, to be honest with you. Obviously his size, but uh, uh, might be the, the, the biggest setback on that. But I, I really think it's going to be Bryce Young, and uh, we might be getting close to a uh, pick here. Official as, announcement. Uh, as I'm still still waiting for Westwood One to come back from their break. Yeah, they didn't uh, take a very good pick, uh, choose what time to take a break right before the first pick was announced, but... Uh, I'm going to go on record, even though Bryce Young's going to be the number one pick, uh, saying that C.J. Stroud's going to be a better NFL quarterback. I'm just taking a taking a wild shot. I'm not really great at predicting these things usually, but I, I just I watching that Georgia game, Coach. I'm with you. I, he just he just impressed me as a guy that can make more throws, more plays, more durable. So I'm going to predict that C.J. Stroud winds up being. The better NFL quarterback over Bryce Young, but the, the two of them are going to be compared forevermore. I agree with you, Chris. So on that, for sure, yeah. Uh, where are we at, Braden Supranet? They're still, still waiting for the official. Still, still, still waiting for the official. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. With the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. And there you go. Bryce Young is officially the number one pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Carolina Panthers have their man, and uh, Andy Dalton has his competition now for a quarterback there in Carolina. Team that added running back Miles Sanders during the offseason, also added wide receiver Adam Thielen during the offseason. So Panthers trying to make some moves after a 7-10 and finish a year ago. And, uh, Coach, I guess we'll see how this all works out for Carolina. I mean, it used to be that when you were a number one pick, even if you were a quarterback, you had to give these guys a year or two before they got into it. That's really not the case anymore in the NFL. These guys come in, they're ready to play right away. Well, there's no question about it. And I think a lot of these guys, uh, you know, they're getting pretty good uh, coaching. And, and most of these guys that are uh, coming out of Alabama, they're, they're a proven commodity. I mean, if you can play for Nick Saban, uh, you can play for any of these guys in the NFL, to be honest with you, from the standpoint of, you know, the, the technique. I mean, Saban is such a maniac when it comes to fundamentals and technique football. These guys are coming out and they're, they're ready to roll. Yeah. Braden? Bye. I uh I, I think this is the, the, the safe pick for Carolina. You know, I, I think 
overall, when I when I looked at the quarterbacks coming in this draft, I thought C.J. Stroud probably had the best, um, you know, pro potential, best NFL potential. He had all the measurables on top of being a good quarterback. Uh, but I always thought Bryce Young was the best quarterback and best player in this draft. And when you're picking number one overall, and you know, I, I know he's five ten and one eighth of an inch. Uh, but Bryce Young, <laughs> I gave, uh, they gave him the eighth. They huh? gave him the eighth of an inch, right? That there. was nice. But of them. you know, he is he is the best player. And when when you when you draft the the best player at number one, you know, hopefully things work out for you. I mean, they got a lot of issues in Carolina, and you know, I I, I think this is the right move for the Panthers. And you know, you don't trade up to that pick if you don't take a guy like Bryce Young. So I, I think that was probably the only uh, unanimous pick that all of us thought uh, was going to happen that were correct today, but. You know, we'll see. I, I still think C.J. Stroud's the 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 next the next uh, best quarterback in this group. But you know, whether or not somebody trades up for him, or whether or not the Indianapolis Colts decide to go in a different direction and go with Le- Will Levis, remains to be seen. But uh, so far, we got chalk on the first pick. We're one for one. <laughs> let's let, let's retire. We should retire right now. Brandon, do you have a little uh, feature on? Uh, yes, I do. Bryce Young. Here's Bryce Young. Let's hear it. Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. Pistol formation for Bryce Young. Play action, rolling left, looking. Has a man down there. Good coverage, though. Didn't matter. Catch made to Corey Brooks. Touchdown, Alabama. His height and weight are debatable. His production is not. Young's two seasons starting in Tuscaloosa include the 2021 Heisman Trophy and 79 touchdown passes. He is calm and cool in the pocket, avoids turnovers, and makes plays with his feet. Is he too small to survive in the NFL, or is he the next Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson, that would be a pretty good guy to be if uh, Bryce Young turns out to be as good as the Super Bowl winning quarterback who's now with the Denver Broncos. Uh, so one pick is down in the 2023 NFL draft. The Houston Texans are next up on the clock and, uh, Texans coming off a 313 and one season. Coach, uh, we, we already talked with Braden about why maybe they don't go quarterback here because they have too many other needs, huh? Well, there's no question about that, uh, Chris. Uh, you know, I, I like Will Anderson, the, the outside uh, linebacker, defensive end, uh, edge rusher, whatever you want to call him. Um, but, you know, I thought he had a better uh, uh, sophomore year than he did junior year. Now, he may have been a little bit of a marked man, uh, whatever, but I, I thought he was a little bit more dominating as a sophomore than he was a, a year ago uh, this past year for, for Coach Saban. But, you know, I, I do think uh, he's going to be a good pro. I think he'll probably put on a little bit of weight and uh, continue to work his uh, technique, uh, you know, with his hands to be able to, you know, get by those big uh, offensive tackles. Uh, you know, they may want to go quarterback. I mean, they're they're kind of sitting in a, uh, a very good uh, situation here. Uh, you take the quarterback, you're okay. You take the rush edge uh, rusher, I think you're going to be okay. Well, you, Braden, you talked about uh, the Texans probably going with Will Anderson here or, or somebody there at that position and saving the quarterback till their second pick of the first round. Uh, who is likely to be that selection if they if they pass on C.J. Stroud here? They pass on Will Levis here. I think they go with Will Anderson Jr. I, I just you can't make the mistake that I think the Browns made and go and draft the quarterback like Baker Mayfield and then go later. But here's here's the second overall pick. Twenty-three NFL draft. The Houston Texans select C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. Wow, there's a little bit of a C.J. Stroud, quarterback. The Ohio State University. Stroud set to throw. Looks right, looks left. Stroud will now roll to the right again to the Georgia 40. Stroud fires deep down to the end zone, and it is grabbed in the end zone by Harrison for an Ohio State touchdown, 31 yards. Stroud was at his best in the CFP semifinal against Georgia, throwing for four scores and showing an elusiveness seen infrequently over his two seasons as the Buckeye starter. A natural pocket passer with a strong and accurate arm, Stroud owns 85 career touchdown passes and two trips to the Heisman Trophy ceremony. So, I'd say there you go. A little bit of a surprise. Uh, most people thought the Texans might wait till their second pick in the first round to draft their quarterback. They don't wait around, Braden. They go with C.J. Stroud right here, and uh, you know, I don't want to say throw him to the wolves. But uh, he's probably not going to have a great team around him. Uh, the Texans did uh, 
try to add some pieces in the offseason. I know Robert Wood signed there, uh, wide receiver. But uh, and they got a pretty good running back in Damian Pierce. Had a nice rookie season. But uh, he, I, Davis Mills is not going to be the guy going forward. No, well, Apparently, C.J. Stroud but, is. You know, I didn't think they weren't going to not get C.J. Stroud. I just thought right. they could probably get him at the 12th pick, and maybe you get Will Anderson Jr., who has the comparisons to Micah Parsons. Uh, you know, to help bolster your defense in a spot where you could get both. Um, you know, I, I just think in terms of the Houston Texans in this pick, they probably thought that C.J. Stroud probably wasn't going to make it to them at 12, and that's kind of the battle you want. I mean, who do you really want to have? And, you know, if C.J. Stroud was available, which he was, um, it's tough to pass him up, and then hopefully he comes back at 12 because you don't know what Tennessee's going to do. Your own team in the division they might trade up we saw the late rumors that they might trade up with Arizona to get a quarterback like CJ Stroud then all of a sudden you know you're stuck maybe with Anthony Richardson which is not your first choice you got the second pick in the draft you might as well get the guy that you absolutely want in CJ Stroud and um, you know I I think they got a winner here I think he's going to be the best quarterback out of this draft I'm sure that will uh, age uh, great on social media but I just I think out of all the quarterbacks coming out of the uh, in the end of coming out of college I thought Bryce Young was the best player um, in college football last year. Watching him in person, I thought he was amazing. I, I, I mean, he single-handedly kept Alabama in some ball games last year. Um, you know, with, with 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 kind of a down Alabama team. Uh, so I thought he was probably the best player. Obviously, with his size, probably not the best measurables for the NFL. I thought C.J. Stroud kind of brought both uh, to the table. Let me ask you this question to Chris and Coach. I mean. You know, I, there's been some talk about C.J. Stroud was going to drop in this draft. He obviously doesn't, and there were some late problems about his S2 test he took and whether or not uh, you know he was intelligent enough to play quarterback, which most of the guys that played with him said he's the smartest guy in the field. So, you know, what does this one test have to say? Uh, but that was kind of the late rumors, and, you know, the question going into the draft was, you know, if Ohio State makes that field goal against Georgia, are we even having this conversation right now? Yeah, he probably would have won the national championship uh, had they made that field goal. I, I, I will just say this about the tests that they give these guys. Dan Marino got one of the lowest scores in the history of the test. So uh, there's examples all throughout the history of football of guys that have had really low scores on some of these tests and gone on to be fantastic players, Coach. Oh, there's no question about it. I, you know, I really don't place a tremendous importance on those tests and you you know they, they always are leaked a few days before the draft and so on and so forth but I will agree with Braden I was a little concerned if CJ Stroud didn't go uh to uh the first couple of teams here you know where would he go and what's going to be interesting now uh, you would think that Arizona they remember Arizona they got the third pick they've got a whole new regime over there Steve Kime out as the general manager longtime general manager Cliff Kingsbury out as head coach they got a new general manager Monty Osenfort uh, they got their head coach, Jonathan Gannon. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I think they're going to have to uh, keep the pick. I mean, a lot of people thought they may trade the pick. I think they keep the pick, and I think they take Will Anderson. Well, I wonder if they were thinking of trading the pick when C.J. Stroud would have been available at the three spot because their their pick would have been a whole lot more valuable. But now that C.J. Stroud is out, Braden, maybe Coach is right. The Cardinals would be better off to keep this pick. They're probably going to keep the pick. I mean, the, the one team that would probably trade up would be Tennessee, and I don't think Tennessee wants Will Levis, which would be what Indianapolis is expected to draft. And with C.J. Stroud gone, you know, Tennessee might sit back and be like, all right, well, we can wait for our pick at number 11 to see what we got and kind of focus on a couple other things instead of trading up for a quarterback like C.J. Stroud. I think that all, you know, hinged on what Houston was going to do with the number two pick. They take the quarterback. Now if you're Arizona, you got an opportunity to get a guy that was projected to be a, a, a one of the top picks, and Will Anderson Jr., maybe a player that you didn't think you would get. And, you know, there's 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 a lot of good defensive players available for a Cardinals team that needs a defensive end, needs a D-tackle, needs a cornerback, you know, needs to bolster their offensive line. You know, running back's still kind of a need, but I think B. John Robinson would be way too high here with the number three overall pick. But, you know, we'll see what Arizona's got and see what they decide to go with. But to me, I think you gotta you got to help the defense out because defense wins championships, Chris. Well, Pardon, uh, de- go ahead, Coach. Defense... Let me let me jump in here. Defense, they, they've got to replace some guys. I mean, J.J. Watt actually played pretty well last year, and he ended up retiring. They got a couple of other guys over edge rushers, Marcus Golden, uh, Camus uh, Gugier. Uh, he's a free agent. They've got uh, my J. Sanders coming back, and and you got to remember their strong safety. Buda Baker's asked to be traded, so 
you, you got to wonder if uh, somewhere tonight maybe Buda Baker's traded, and he's a hell of a player. I mean, he's been going to a Pro Bowl, and uh, they're they're having problems with him, and he wants out of Arizona. So, you know, they've got some things to fix on the defensive side of the ball. They traded it, Chris. They traded the pick. How about that, after all of that? To the Texans. The Texans trade for the pick. The Texans end up getting the second and the third pick. And the third pick. How about wow. that? Who did the Cardinals get in return? Uh, I haven't seen the details yet. but the hasn't Texans, been announced yet. The Texans have traded for that number three pick, so they're going after it right right now and pretty early. Um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll search through uh, social media to see if we get um, any type of any type of uh, trade sources here, but it sounds like well, the this Texans has to be Will Anderson. And, well, I would imagine so. Right. Then, then, you end up getting, then you end up getting both, like I said. You Braden said they were going to get them both, and uh, he turns out he's probably going to be right, although they had to give up uh, something probably fairly substantial to the Cardinals in order to get the number three pick. I, I, I'm trying to look at, the, look at the Texans' roster and see who the Cardinals would be interested in from the Texans in terms of a, a trade partner. Here. Trade down to 12, you get a couple other draft picks. and Yeah, maybe you know, so. And, and then you load up, and then all of a sudden with the new regime, Chris and Coach, you you get to load up with players that you want to pick yourselves. I mean, that's yeah. that's the Patriots' way, is it not? Cardinals got a lot of a lot of holes they have to fix. The Texans have a lot of holes they have to fix, but the Texans are going to do it with the second and third pick of the draft. They took uh, uh, the uh, quarterback C.J. Stroud with the second pick, and now the Houston Texans have traded the third pick to the uh, era, or from the Arizona Cardinals. They have acquired the third pick. And the Texans are going to be making that selection here. Probably Will Anderson, the defensive uh, red edge rusher from Alabama. So it'll be back-to-back Houston Texans selections here. And, uh, you know, hey, we'll see if the Texans can remake this team in one draft. That's what they're going to try to do. Here we go. The Arizona Cardinals have traded the third pick to the Houston Texans. With the third pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans select Will Anderson Jr., linebacker, Alabama. Will Anderson Jr., edge rusher, Alabama. They'll try to hit the man out of the backfield. It goes off his head. Will Anderson, interception, 10-5, touchdown, Alabama. Anderson might be the best defender Nick Saban's had in Tuscaloosa. Only Derek Thomas has more sacks in school history, and Anderson has won the last two Nagurski Awards as the nation's best defender. If he's not blowing up a play at the snap, Anderson has the motor and the speed to chase the ball down. Multiple Pro Bowls should be in his future. He's pretty good, guys. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I mean, watching uh, Alabama play, he was one of the guys that stood out. And it's not easy to stand out playing for Alabama because they got superstars all over the field. But this guy ran a lot of guys down, Braden. I got the uh, the trade details officially. It's number 3 and 105 for the Texans for the 12th, 33rd. And then a 2024 first round and a 2024 third round. So the Cardinals My cash in on four picks, two of them this year, and then two in 2024 for the number 3 and 105 pick. So Texans go after it. They lose their 12th pick. They lose their second round pick as well. Arizona trades down to number 12. And I think that's a great move for Arizona. We talked about it before, Chris, about how you know Tennessee might trade up for that number 3 pick. From number 11 to 3, it's now number 12 to 3. If you're the Cardinals, does it matter if you're 11 or 12 at this point? Probably not, and I I, I like what you said about Houston. They traded ahead of Tennessee, right? Right. In their own division, because Tennessee was the other one being rumored to trade, to trade for that third pick. Houston says, hey... You know, I love you're, that pick for the Texans. Let's just go ahead and uh, jump ahead of Tennessee and everybody. They jump ahead of Indianapolis, which has the four pick coming up next, and uh, the Texans get two guys... I'm always happy with with two really really superior players, uh, Coach. I, I I know as an old draft guy, you kind of like collecting picks, which the Arizona Cardinals yeah. have done here. Uh, but I, the Texans have just seemed like they've got a measurably better right away. The Cardinals might take a little longer. Well, what the Texans did tonight, they got the leader on offense and they got their leader on defense, and they can build within uh, and around those two guys now. I mean, that yeah, fantastic. And, you know, Arizona's going to have a bunch of picks uh, over the next few years. going to be fantastic. Now you've got Indianapolis on the clock, and they're looking right now. They could be looking at an Anthony Richardson. They could be looking uh, at a cornerback or a linebacker. But if they really want a quarterback, then they got to make it a decision. They want to go with Will Levis, or you want to go with Anthony Richardson? 
It seems that everything I've read says they're going to go with Will Levis. I don't know if I'm reading the right stuff, Braden. What do you no, think? No, that's that's what everybody's going with with Will Levis. I just let me ask you about how many times have you seen a quarterback at a college who's only start one year go out and have a great NFL career? I mean, guys like Mitchell Trubisky started for one season. He hasn't really been that great. Um, you know, Paxton Lynch, another guy. Remember, out of Memphis, people thought yeah. he was going to be the future of the Broncos, a one-year starter in college, and then, you know, he couldn't amount to anything. So when you talk about Will Levis, I mean, it gets a lot of hype because, you know, he's good at throwing passes without pads on. He looked good in the in the weight room. I mean, as some advice that, you know, I know you know, coach as a coach, you can't make roster decisions based on the weight room and how guys look during the offseason. It's got to be based on film and how they play in games. And I I just don't see that with Will Levis. And I, I think it would be very difficult for, for, for the Colts to try to sell it to their fan base that, you know, Will Levis is our guy, Coach. Well, you know, the way I look at it, Braden, you know, whether it's the weight room or whether it's uh... – uh, out on the field in shorts and, and running around. Uh, you know, I've seen a guy, a lot of guys that look like Tarzan. You put pads on, they play like Jane. And, and, and it's <laughs> bottom line here. I really don't like Wait a the, second, that was really funny. Quarterbacks. You've never heard that term before? Yes, Wait. I have, but I thought it was never been used more better timing than that That's time. That's great. Well, thank good you. job, Coach. But, good, but, coach. but here's the deal. I don't really like either one of these quarterbacks. Neither do I. Not at number four. You don't like Anthony Richardson or Will Levin? No, not particularly. I think okay. I think Anthony Richardson's a project. I think it could be like... I, I, I think for Anthony Richardson to have the most success, it would be getting drafted kind of late by a team that kind of has a guy, but he's on his way out, and he can kind of learn for a couple years and then go. I mean, he's got... A lot of good measurables as well. I think he does a lot of good things right, but he does a lot of bad things too. I mean, Florida was not very good last year, and there was a couple times where you know Anthony Richardson was in some games against some teams that were really tough that he just you know completely disappeared. So you know I don't like either of those picks at number four. I think the best two quarterbacks in this draft have been taken, and then the next quarterback that I think has potential uh, got hurt, and that's Hendon Hooker. Right. And I don't think you waste yeah. a, I don't think you burn a first round pick on him. I think you can no. get him later in the draft. And go get some other things that you need. And if you're the Indianapolis Colts, go out and get somebody else. But it sounds like Will Levis might be their guy. I just, I just think it's going to be a mistake for them to draft him. And maybe I'm wrong in the future, but I, I just don't see it with Will Levis. Well, let me let's talk about Levis. He's coming out of Kentucky. I mean, you got all the miserable six three two uh, thirty two a four seven guy in the forty two year starter. Began his career at Penn State. Uh, he redshirted and started a couple of games there. And then you got uh, Anthony Richardson in Florida, another guy that, you know, about 6'4", uh, 230 or so pounds, a 4'3'9". That's impressive, a one-year starter. Braden, you know that I like Hendon Hooker, the kid from Tennessee. I mean, you, I think you saw him play in person. I, I watched him play Bryce Young. I saw them play in person, and I thought Hendon Hooker with his size and everything was 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 a great quarterback and a look at a great NFL type future but you know the biggest problem is he got hurt well he got hurt and, and like we talked with Eddie Brown yesterday that the big problem with Hooker he's going to be 25 years of age and chances are he will he will get a late start to this year so I mean his rookie year may be when he's 26 so that's the downside he's going to be available a little bit later in this draft and I'll tell you what if I was a GM I'd look hard at that guy I would too, especially with 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 a guy that you know on a, on a team. But to me, that has to be a team that um, is kind of halfway ready to win now, and not uh, not a team that you know is in desperate need of, of trying to build around you know a young player. Because you know you mentioned his age. I mean that's that's a huge you know you can talk about like Brandon Whedon. Remember he went and played baseball and then came back played at Oklahoma State. You know he tried to play in the NFL. Browns wasted a high draft pick on. On him, and you know, he just never developed because he was already like thirty years old by the time he was a rookie. So yeah, I think we're going to get that pick from Indianapolis. Well, it's uh, the those guys went to commercial, (laughs) so I think we. I I I do. uh, Hang on, I I I do. I do have the pick here uh, coming up. It's just give me like two seconds. Western one's killing us so far. But 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 let's let's uh, let's let's go to the podium. I got you the pick. All right, with the fourth pick in the twenty twenty three NFL Draft. The Indianapolis Colts select Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. Uh oh. Anthony Richardson, quarterback, Florida. Richardson on the pistol, fakes the handoff, 
Now runs to the right. Quarterback keeper. Oh, here he goes. 40, 35, 30 down the right sideline. They're not going to catch him. Richardson's going to the house. Touchdown, Gators! The measurables and the arm cannot be ignored. Richardson is a one-of-a-kind athlete, able to make plays in and out of the pocket, but he was the full-time starter for just one season in Gainesville. Richardson is raw and inconsistent. He needs time, but can reward your patience handsomely. Indianapolis Colts, last year they went, turned it all over to Matt Ryan. That didn't turn out too well for the Colts. Uh, Nick Foles, Sam Ellinger, Gardner Minshew's there, but now Anthony Richardson is uh, drafted by the Colts. we got to take a quick break. We'll come back. The first four picks of the NFL draft are in. The Houston Texans had two of them. We'll recap when we come back on 97.3 The Fan. Listening to the 2023 NFL Draft on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. All right, welcome back to our 97.3 The Fan's NFL Draft coverage. Chris Ello, Braden Soprano, the coach, John Cantera. Four picks are already in. If you're a fan of the SEC and you're a fan of quarterbacks, this draft has been for you so far. The uh, top four selections, quarterback Bryce Young to Carolina, quarterback C.J. Stroud to Houston, edge rusher, outside linebacker Will Anderson Jr., also going to Houston, Texans trading with the Arizona Cardinals to move up to the number three spot, and then Anthony Richardson taken by the Indianapolis Colts at number four. Number five pick belongs to the Seattle Seahawks. So far, all SEC players have been taken. Braden, we might have another one here. Yeah, I uh, I really think Seattle's going to go with Jalen Carter, defensive tackle for Georgia. I think it's really hard for them to pass him up right now at the number five pick. And you know, I know he's got some off field issues. He had the you know he had that incident with um, you know with 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 the car accident that he was at that that resulted in a couple of deaths. Um, you know, he had to go back to that on a on an arrest warrant, um, and then again, he showed up like nine pounds overweight during his pro day, and with that, you know, he he was he couldn't finish the pro day; he was out of shape. But I still think, I think he could survive in in Seattle with um, with Pete Carroll. But let's <laughs> let's see what they got because you know, let's let's check a look in the twenty twenty three NFL Draft. The Seattle Seahawks select Devin Witherspoon. Cornerback, Illinois. Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, Illinois. QBs completed just 34 prints of passes when throwing at Witherspoon because of elite anticipation and a high football IQ. He broke up 14 passes and picked off three to be named the Big Ten's best defensive back. Witherspoon is a great leader, loves to hit and talk trash. (laughs) Well, there you go, talk trash. Cornerback, Coach, you know, they they pass on uh, Jalen Carter for now. We'll see who takes a shot at the big Georgia defensive tackle, and we'll talk more about him as we go. But, you know, you got to have a quarterback on offense. You need cornerbacks on defense in the NFL these days, and that's obviously what the Seahawks are thinking here. Yeah, and I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought uh, the first cornerback that would go would have been the kid out of Oregon, Christian Gonzalez. I, I thought uh, you know he could go. Uh, you know he could go in this next pick actually to D- D- Detroit. Uh, I had Weatherspoon maybe going, you know, somewhere around eight or nine, maybe going to the Atlanta Falcons or the Chicago Bears. So, uh, you know, John Snyder, Pete Carroll uh, must have really liked him because I thought after Anthony Richardson. Uh, got taken because I think uh, Snyder and Carroll were thinking about taking him. I thought they'd go with Jalen Carter, so I am a little surprised they went after a cornerback. But you know, more times than not, you can't go wrong with a a cornerback high in the draft. Most of these guys, especially guys coming out of the Big Ten, they're they're pretty solid ball players. Well, especially in this year's draft, I mean, it's uh, it's a cornerback ridden draft. I mean, there are so many great corners coming out of college. Uh, into this year's draft, I had I had Devin Witherspoon actually going the very next pick to Detroit. I had, you know, I mentioned Jalen Carter going to the Seahawks, and then I had Witherspoon, and then I had your guy Christian Gonzalez, as you mentioned, Coach, uh, the cornerback out of Oregon going to the Raiders. Uh, with that kind of shakeup right there, with Devin Witherspoon going to Seattle, I'd be really interested to see if the Lions end up going with Christian Gonzalez, or you know, when I was driving in, you know, NFL Network Radio talked about the fact that you know Coach Campbell might be the guy. That could kind of scare Jalen Carter in, into you know 
kind of focusing up and kind of being, you know, be ready to be a pro and, and to put him in with that Detroit Lions defense. So, you know, I think that would be interesting. But if the Lions pass on Carter, I could see him really falling in the first round because of, you know, the things I talked about, the off-field uh, incident where he had to leave the combine early to, 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 to deal with that arrest warrant that he has now taken care of. Uh, and then again, his pro day being nine pounds overweight, going in and out of shape, and having to end his pro day early because he couldn't make it through the pro day. I mean, mm-hmm. so those are kind of some uh, some glaring concerns. Glaring? I thought if Seattle... Seattle's kind of one of those organizations that can can take those players and kind of get them in the right track, but the fact that Seattle's passing on them, I think, is, is very bad news for, for Jalen Carter because of the fact that the interior defensive linemen right now, there's not a lot of them to go around, and he is a guy that is... Just a tremendous defensive tackle that is probably by far the best in this year's draft and probably one of the best guys in the last couple of years that could totally change the defense. Uh, it looks like it, he might he might be dropping a little bit, but it depends where Detroit goes because they really need a cornerback, especially after they traded Jeff Okuda during the offseason. Well, mm-hmm. I've got uh, Gonzalez uh, now going to the Lions, and, and uh, don't be surprised uh, if Jalen Carter's on the board when Atlanta – uh, comes up. It wouldn't surprise me if they took him. Well, he is a Georgia kid. Uh, I I wouldn't take Jalen Carter at all. I mean, that's just me. I know I'm crazy. If I was a, if I had the 25th pick or something, I might give the kid a shot and figure have, that he's learned his lesson. Uh, well, somebody's going to take him. But why, why do you have? There's so many unbelievable college kids that that have their head on straight. Why not take a guy that's got his head on straight over a guy that? You know, has is, is been involved in the things that this kid's been involved in, and, and I'll even give him a pass on being a youngster and making a stupid decision and getting involved in that car accident, you know, situation. But I, I can't find any excuse for showing up out of weight and overweight and out of shape for your own pro day. He was, I, I, I just never, don't get that. He didn't have any of these problems until like those last. He had like a bad three months. I don't want to make excuses for the guy, but he is. By far, high and away, so much better in terms of talent and everything that so, that if you're an NFL franchise that runs things right, you might be able to turn him around. And if you do, you're in a really good spot. So yeah. we'll see. But we'll if see you don't, you out. wind up wasting well, a pick it, I think entirely. It depends, I think it depends on the team. Like if the Raiders picked him, I think that'd be terrible for the Raiders, and I think it'd be terrible for Jalen Carter because they're not an organization that that usually does well. Yeah, send him to Las Vegas. Like that. That'd be yeah, a good see, idea. But like the Falcons, maybe, but. As of right now, <laughs> the Lions trading their pick away. Chris. Yeah, the Lions aren't going to be taking Jalen Carter anybody with the number six pick because the Arizona Cardinals have just traded up uh, into that number six spot. Now, remember, the Cardinals had the original third pick. They had traded that to the Texans in exchange for the 12th pick and some futures. And now Arizona has traded back up from number 12 to number six. And so they uh, they swap with the Lions. Uh, the Lions will end up with the number twelve pick at least for now. But uh, so next up on the clock now becomes the Arizona Cardinals coach. I'm doing my best to keep this all straight. But what do you think for the Cardinals now? All of a sudden, I, I guess anything's open. Yeah, kind of interesting uh, that they're. Uh, I'm I'm thinking they're going to go defense. They may go after uh, Christian Gonzalez. They may want a cornerback or. Hey, you know, uh, the Cardinals, maybe they'll go Jalen Carter. They'll have an outside guy, and they'll have an inside guy. And let's remember, this pick that's being passed around, it started with the Rams. It got traded to Detroit in the Matthew Stafford deal from a couple of years ago. Now it's with the Arizona Cardinals. So uh, this sixth pick has been bouncing around for a while. This could be a situation where Arizona saw that de- uh, de- uh, that Seattle passed on Jalen Carter, and they thought maybe yep. we could go get this guy. I, I could see I'd that go get him. You know what? I'd go get and him, I don't too. know if Arizona's the right spot for him. I don't think so, either. they got a new general manager, a new head coach. And, you know, I, I think a, a veteran coach, a veteran general manager who have long-term contracts would be better to take Jalen Carter because it is a little bit of a gamble. But if you believe in yourself as a coach, general manager, you'll give this guy an opportunity to come in and show what he can do. And I'll tell you, well, this is a dynamite defensive lineman, guys. And you couple him with what they've already got in Will Anderson, wow, that, that defense got a whole lot better here in the last 20 minutes. Well, I just I, I can't I, I can't take Jalen Carter, and uh, I can't root for a guy like Jalen Carter. I, I, I guess I'm getting old and on my lawn, guys, but it just seems like there's people that you could get. 
Lions that, are, that have their heads on straight. Lions get the 12th pick and the 34th pick. All right. So that's official now. I say, yeah, I mentioned the Lions swapping with the Cardinals in the first round. Lions also get a early second round pick. And the Cardinals are on the clock. Their pick is in, and we should have it here shortly for you. Find out whether that they do go with Jalen Carter here. And, uh, you know, we'll see what, how that all works out, if that's what, indeed what the Cardinals do. Otherwise, maybe a cornerback. We'll see. Yeah, Christian Gonzalez would be the next uh, cornerback off uh, the young man out of have traded the sixth pick to the Arizona Cardinals. With the sixth pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Paris Johnson Jr., oh. Ohio State. Oh. Paris Johnson Jr., tackle Ohio State. Johnson is at his best right now as a run blocker. He spent the fall at left tackle for the Buckeyes after manning right guard in 2021, so he brings versatility to the NFL table. He's long and athletic, making blocks on the move and in space. Johnson has room to get bigger and stronger and needs time to refine his pass protection. I like that pick. That's a good pick for the Cardinals. You like it? I do, because I think they need... well. What's the biggest problem for the Cardinals right now is keeping Kyler Murray. Kyler healthy. Murray's you running around for his Kyler life. Murray. Kyler Murray runs around more than any other quarterback. But what did he have that one play last year against the Raiders? Remember yeah, he, he ran, ran like 75 yards before he threw a pass yeah, for well, a two-point conversion? Let me ask you a question. Uh, Paris Johnson was uh, predicted to be somewhere between you know maybe 15 and 20, uh, and he goes a lot higher than that. What about the, the kid that was rated higher than him, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern, Peter Skaronsky. I think he goes to the Bears because the Bears are going to draft the tackle. But it sounds like whoever was going to make the first tackle pick, you were going to see a run on offensive linemen. So we'll see if Chicago thinks that they need to trade up now to potentially get uh, you know the kid in their backyard and, and Sikorsky. But I I, uh, I like the move. I, I saw different comps you know throughout the day about how Paris Johnson Jr. Um, you know was the highest ranked offensive tackle right there with Peter. Uh, Skorowski, but you know the thing that's odd for me is Arizona sitting at twelve. I mean, I feel like you could have got Paris Johnson Jr. at twelve. Instead, they give up two picks for him to go get him. They want to protect Kyler Murray, which I think is a good move for them. But you know, maybe did they pull the trigger too early by trading? I feel like they didn't really need a trade to get this. They guy. might have been able to stay stay put at twelve and get the uh, same thing. All right, we're at the top of the hour. We got six picks in the draft: Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Anderson. Both go to the Houston Texans. Anthony Richardson to the Colts. Witherspoon, the cornerback, goes to Seattle. Paris Johnson, Jr., now going to the Arizona Cardinals. Raiders are next on the clock. We'll have that when we come back, continuing our draft coverage on 97.3 The Fan. Hey, it's Coach John Cantera. Thanks for downloading and listening to the John Cantera Show. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and favorite us on the Odyssey app. You can always listen live weekdays from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.